You're listening to The Human Upgrade with Dave Asprey. Formerly Bulletproof Radio. You're listening to The Human Upgrade with Dave Asprey. I promise that this year, I'm gonna tell you what you get in an episode before you listen to it so you can decide whether you wanna invest an hour or so with me here or at one of the almost thousand other episodes, all of them are full of amazing content, you're probably not going to spend a whole thousand hours of your life to go through all the back catalog, but I'll help you find the best ones and just to let you know what's gonna happen this time. We're gonna talk about glyphosate, also known as Roundup, and how it's harmed humans, how it's harmed the soil, and what you can do specifically Uh, with something that is in rare parts of the soil to turn off the bad things that glyphosate is going to you. In other words, how do you fight against it using something called humic, which is, uh, or humic complexes, which is a really important uh, part of mineral supplementation in general. And what you're going to learn is how minerals work to support your cells to do what they want to do, why your cells are depleted in minerals and how you can replenish the minerals. And as a part of that, we'll talk about why glyphosate's doing a lot of bad stuff to you and how it works and how you're going to undo it. So there you go. This is really powerful. And you can say, I don't have any glyphosate. I'm all organic and I live in a commune. Yeah, right. We make billions of pounds a year of this stuff. It has become omnipresent in the environment. It's bad for humans. It's bad for our soil. And it's actually one of the things contributing to the decline of insect populations. It is, in my estimation, as big a threat to human survival as AI. So it's that big of a thing. We have to stop spraying the stuff everywhere. It is not okay on a very fundamental level. But how do you protect yourself? That's what we're going to do. Our guest is... Caroline, and Caroline Allen has been on the show back in 2021, and she was actually a software development and business consultant, a person kind of with my background, but she ran into physical, mental, energetic problems, sound like a familiar story, Uh, lifelong gluten intolerance, whole body inflammation, leaky gut, chronic headaches, adrenal dysfunction, low thyroid, all of which I've had, and she got rid of those things by taking plant-based humic and fulvic minerals, which are a part of the whole biohacking stack of things that you want. So she started a company called Beam Minerals. Caroline, welcome to the show. Hey, Dave. Thanks so much. It's great to be here again. All right. Last time we just talked about minerals in general, (laughs) but I want you to tell me about glyphosate. Uh, Why is that on your radar now? Yeah. So, you know, what happened to me since I last spoken with you is I've continued down the rabbit hole of mineral depletion and understanding its effects on the body and understanding how it happens and why we are all so mineral depleted. And that started me into the world of soils and and our food supply and ultimately led me down into a study of glyphosates. And it turns out that a primary reason that modern humans are experiencing mineral depletion is because we're ingesting glyphosates. And even if you're organic, um, you know, I suppose if you only ate out of your backyard garden and you were well far away from um, everything, you would have very low levels. But the fact is, it's even in our water. Um, there's so much glyphosate everywhere. I think I, I think I heard on one of your previous podcasts, Dave, that you said there's probably glyphosates at the North Pole. Um, yep. 
Yeah. We've coated the planet in this stuff. It doesn't break down very quickly. And I think Stephanie Seneff was the first yes. guest who exactly. really, really uh, talked about this on the show. It's been something I'm concerned about since I wrote my fertility book, which is my first book ever yes. called The Better yeah. Baby Book. Well, yeah. I mean, and so, and the thing is, as I began to really look at glyphosates, I really wanted to understand, like, how do they work? Like, what is it? You know, the truth is, before I studied this, I did not really understand what a GMO meant. Glyphosates, I really wanted to understand, like, how do they work? Like, what is it? You know, the truth is, before I studied this, I did not really understand what a GMO meant. And that it meant that they had genetically modified crops so that they could spray glyphosates on the crops, this non-selective herbicide, directly on the food you're going to eat. And, and so that just blew my mind. Um, and then I began to look at, do I did a huge amount of research about all of the different health correlations that they're beginning to find. And these are research studies. I mean... Bayer has over a hundred thousand court cases against them for um, issues associated uh, with glyphosates in humans and health issues. So, and I determined that most of the issues that I was talk that I was experiencing that yes are associated with mineral depletion, but are also associated with glyphosates in my system. So when I took the, the plant-based minerals, not only was I replenishing the minerals in my system and helping my system to regain homeostasis, I was also remediating, removing the glyphosates from my system and also inhibiting its, its, uh, the, some of the things that it can do. And what I really wanna do is be able to empower people to understand some of these pieces in really simple language uh, so that they can uh, really begin to remediate the glyphosates out of themselves and take this issue seriously. Um, how do we know that humic and fulvic minerals uh, do anything for yeah. glyphosate? Walk me through the biochemistry here, because this is okay. something I yeah. think a lot of people don't know about. It's really interesting. So, well, I think let's. I think we should do a really quick overview of how glyphosates work in the body. So then that provides a little context for how the humic substances and fulvic work to um, inhibit their, their effects. So, you know, um, the basic way that glyphosates work in the body is that they inhibit this thing called the shikimate pathway. And historically, scientists have said that, you know, mammals do not have the shikimate pathway. It's only in plants and in bacteria and in microorganisms. But guess what? Our whole microbiome in our gut is filled with microbiome. We are with microorganisms and bacteria, et cetera, that do have these, this shikimate pathway. And this shikimate pathway is a metabolic process. It's all about synthesizing of amino acids. Uh, and it's extremely important. They're the building blocks of proteins, and without them, without them working properly, all sorts of problems occur. 
So the first, so the first thing it does is it inhibits the shikimate pathway. And so it basically uh, attacks the microorganisms in your gut. And there are these things, they call them tight junctions. And it's kind of this, I, I love the way it's described. So basically you have these molecules that in your, in your gut and they create this wall and it's supposed to be non-permeable wall that things cannot get through. And these are electrical connections between these molecules. They call them kissing connections, actually, which I thought was, you just imagine these cylindrical or, or not cylindrical, like round things touching and they're, they're actually pulled together because of their electrical capacities. And when this shikimate pathway um, is uh, inhibited, these electrical the connections become loose. And so these tight junctions become loose. And then, then we have what we call leaky gut. And this is what they call the, the first line of defense. So all these, um, all toxins, even things that have not been broken down um, to the level that where they're ready for absorption, um, they get through into your bloodstream and they wreak havoc and create all sorts of problems. One of the things that's really um, important to realize is that it's not only glyphosates that are the problem, but what they're doing now is they are mixing glyphosates with these things called adjuvants and surfactants. Mm -hmm. What they're trying to do is make them more bioavailable to the plant. So the plant absorbs them more. And guess what? That also works in your body. So your body also absorbs them more. So they're, they're actually getting more powerful. And then when you have repeated, um, uh, applications either on the soils or in your guts, it, it creates real problems. So this first line of defense, these tight junctions, is all about detoxification of xenobiotics, which are basically foreign substances and toxins, environmental toxins. So not only are the glyphosates creating problems just with leaky gut and, and um, gut dysbiosis, it's also um, really affecting our ability to keep just environmental toxins out of our system, heavy metals, et, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I want to talk for a minute about what Bayer is doing about mm -hmm. Roundup. Yeah. Um, okay. What yeah. you said there mm -hmm. is really important. Mm -hmm. Anytime you use soap, which is what a surfactant is basically. Mm -hmm. Yes, it right. disrupts layers of fat. You know, you put it on that greasy bacon pan, and magically does that. Well, sorry, your cell membranes are the same as that greasy bacon pan. They're made of layers of fat. That's so fantastic. a little bit of surfactant that can penetrate fat will allow glyphosate to enter the cell more easily, and that works for plants too, because plant uh, plant. Uh, membranes, they're actually the cell wall versus cell membrane in, in animals, but similar idea. There's enough lipid in there, that's why you get corn oil, um, that it's getting into those deep uh, more deeply. So here's what Bayer says they're going to do. Uh, Bayer bought Monsanto if you didn't do that. Number one, they're going to go to the U.S. Supreme Court and say they're not responsible. Um, and they have a claims management program to manage future cases. Uh, in other words, they're going to try and buy off some people, it sounds like. And they're going to manage current cases, which means fight like hell, um, so that it becomes very expensive to prove that you were harmed by something that is clearly dangerous for the planet. And since most people suing them are suing them for use with lawn and garden, 
they're saying, oh, we're going to replace all those. We're going to take glyphosate out for lawn and garden. But we're doing this not because it's unsafe. No, no. It's just so people will sue us left. It will not impact our agriculture or professional products. So all of your food will still be sprayed with poison, but because you didn't spray it on your backyard and get a direct exposure you could prove, you can't sue them anymore. You know, it's it's interesting because it, it's such a systemic issue. And, and I was speaking with a, a friend of mine who's really involved with soil conser- conservancies and with regeneration farming in Iowa. Um, and he said, you know, nobody wakes up in the morning wanting to kill humanity, wanting to ruin ruin our food supply. They just wanted to get rid of weeds so that they could grow more crops to feed humanity. The problem is that now the whole economic structure is behind it, and it's a multi, tens of billions of dollars industry, and it's growing that's kind of one of the things that I've come to is the realization that we have to create organizations that work across silos because we have scientists and we have doctors and we have soil people and we have farmers and, you know, agribiz people. We have people across all these different silos and they don't, there's no organizations that really allow them to talk to one another. And of course, that's what companies like or want to do is keep them separate. Oh, these are that's just those lawn and garden people, you know. It it's pretty disturbing. Mm-hmm. So the meta point for everyone listening here is look. Yeah. Right now, something like forty percent of Europeans have glyphosate in their pee, and roughly eighty percent of people in the U.S. have it, even yes. if you eat organic. The organic wine from California has glyphosate in it because it's in the water, because we're putting it everywhere. And when you spray it on your farm or your front lawn, it goes onto your neighbor's lawn. It's like saying, oh, when I breathe, my exhaust breath stops at the end of my property. It just doesn't work like that. And that's why you have to take steps to protect your own biology, to protect your family, frankly, to protect your pets even from this persistent toxin. But that's not enough. If you don't strictly avoid spending money on GMO foods that are universally spread on this, you are contributing to the destruction of the planet. And I don't want to sound alarmist here, mm-hmm. but I, I think there's a just cause for alarm. If we do not stop this, it's going to be a problem, but you will be too tired and sick to stop it because, funny, glyphosate use goes up and so does gastrointestinal issues like SIBO, celiac, gluten intolerance, obesity, autism, lymphoma, Parkinson's, prostate, and a whole bunch of other stuff. So deal with you now and start taking action for the world around you. And you actually need to stop putting money into anything with glyphosate. Mm -hmm. All right, keep going. How do I protect myself? What's this humic and fulvic connection to, uh, to humic, or sorry, to humic? What's this humic and fulvic connection to glyphosate from my own biology? Yeah. So again, it's so, it's so easy to get into the whole, you know, run around screaming, ah, there's a problem. So, so this is to me most, the most exciting thing. It turns out the plant-based minerals are not only effective as mineral replenishers um, for cellular systems, but they're also really key in remediating remediating glyphosates from soils and the human body. (laughs) 
It turns out the plant-based minerals are not only effective as mineral replenishers um, for cellular systems, but they're also really key in remediating, gly remediating glyphosates from soils and the human body. I'm going to talk about soils first. In fact, there's such a problem uh, that the um, people who are using glyphosates actually think humic in the soil is a problem because what it does is it adsorbs. So adsorbing, I'm going to describe what adsorbing is. Um, it adsorbs the glyphosates and makes them, they, they no longer do their job. And basically what the adsorb um, process is, is it creates an electrical film around the glyphosate molecule and keeps it from having its um, inhibiting effect on the shikimate pathway. So that's the first thing. The, the second thing is it keeps it from actually absorbing into the tissue, into the cellular systems, and ultimately it takes it out in the same way that the humic uh, molecule, it chelates it out basically. Um, it, uh, it attaches to it and chelates it out of the system. So the other thing that um, studies are showing is that the humic and fulvic also speed the breakdown of the glyphosate. So one of the issues they're having with the soils is that, uh, and a lot of the studies that have been done um, on Bayer's side is say, says, well, you know, these glyphosates, they only last for a month or so, and then they're gone. But the fact is that it, that is not true at all because they're repeatedly um, putting the glyphosates on and on and on again the, in the soils or they're feeding animals where the animals are continually eating feed that are filled with glyphosate. So we're talking about a repeated um, uh, um, application of this. So if we can speed the breakdown of the glyphosate as well as um, adsorb and remove it from the system altogether, it's, it's really incredible. I want to talk about a study that was done in China. So they took a group of chickens and half of the chickens, um, they fed this feed that's filled with glyphosates. And glyphosates, by the way, in China is a huge issue. We're working with a scientist. Um, uh, she's she's a heavy metals expert and she's from china and she's just she says the government there is just giving money out to people who can help them with with their um issues because it's really becoming a health major health problem um but so they fed these chickens half the chickens the feed or both both um halves of the chickens with feed that was ridden with glyphosates and then half of them they fed these humic substances. And afterwards, they harvested the chickens and they tested their tissues. And they showed a 56% reduction in glyphosates in the GI tract, 63% reduction in the heart, 28% in the liver. I mean, really substantial reductions as well. As, and, and the other thing they showed is that the chickens that used the, that took the humic were well healthier, that their whole gut microbiome was healthier. Um, they didn't have some of the, the tumor growth and stuff like that, that often happens in um, animals that are raised in that way. Uh, I want to just mention for a new listener who hasn't heard your past interview or any of the other stuff I've talked about uh, online, um, humic and fulvic substances come from ancient plants. 
uh, millions of years old that had been compressed over time. And, and basically the plant toxins are washed out. And what's left is broad spectrum trace minerals that your body can absorb. And conveniently enough, they also stick to um, glyphosate and actually heavy metals and other things like that. So they're broad spectrum detoxers. And it's sort of like saying, well, plant-based minerals will be good for you. But if you eat a piece of spinach, it's high in iron, Popeye ate it. No, guys, Popeye was injecting steroids and they actually couldn't do that. So they couldn't do that in the cartoon. So spinach was his, his thing. But the actual iron in spinach is 1.7% absorbable because of plant toxins that block your ability to use the iron in there. But if you took that spinach and you buried it for a long time and it became <laughs> humic and fulvic, the iron would be absorbable, right? So that's the difference is taking out the kryptonite and the things spinach doesn't want you to eat it because spinach uh, wants to have baby spinaches and it's its own, its own, its own life. So uh, this is what humic and fulvic are, these ancient huge beds of plant material where we can use these to uh, increase our performance and how we feel and also to create a protective film for the toxic metals and for the glyphosates that are in the world around us. Yeah, you know, I like to, to say that humic and fulvic are mother nature's solution because the, the interesting thing is the earth actually usually provides everything we need. And it already has provided this solution for mineral replenishment at a, in cellular systems, for, mineral, for de system detoxification, chelation of heavy metals, uh, removing, removal of toxins. It's like, it's like the, these are the natural tools that your body actually already uses, but most of us have only very small amounts of them because partly because of this, um, these uh, modern production farming methods where all of those microorganisms have been killed in the soil. So now there's very low levels of humic and fulvic in the soil. So it's not getting into the plants so that the foods that you eat are very um, mineral depleted. And then that ends up with a body that's mineral deficient. Sure. That, that's yeah. really interesting. So if you look at healthy soil, the bacteria make what you'd see in like in a peat bog, these parts in, in Scotland and all where there's this weird yes. stuff that's full of humic and fulvic. But if you kill the bacteria by spraying the soil with an antibiotic, which is what uh, glyphosate is, then they stop making these mineral complexes in the soil. So the plants can't take it up. So you can eat a plant, but the plant doesn't have any minerals in it, but the plant still contains plant anti-nutrients that suck minerals out of your body. I actually have to tell you this dream, Dave. So I had, I had a dream. My dad died just uh, about six weeks ago, and I had a dream of him. And my dad was this huge farmer, uh, and uh, he was just amazing gardener. Love, he, his compost pile was his, was his favorite thing. And uh, in the dream, he came to me and he, he, he kind of bent down and he put his hands in the earth and he looked up at me and then he spoke to me. And basically what he said is, you have no idea. We think we're separate from the earth, that we're walking on the earth, that we're humans, we're separate. We are the earth. We are the earth is us. We are the earth. So if we're going to spray an herbicide or a pesticide, we're doing that. We're spraying that right on us. So it's, we have to begin to look at this in a, in a holistic way. And 
humic and fulvic are a holistic solution. The, the exciting thing is, you know, we have this, our manufacturing and we have like overcapacity for our, um, our ingestible products. And so now what we're doing is we're creating products for gardeners. You can put it, let's say you move to a place in Iowa and you live next to a farm, but you want to grow in that soil. Well, guess what? That soil probably has a lot of glyphosates in it just blew over. It's a lot of it's in the air, it's in the water. So now you can put this humic and fulvic, um, these substance on your soil and it will remediate the glyphosates out of your soil. You can also um, use it in agriculture. We're, we're working with um, some soil conservancies, um, people who are wanting to move from old production farming methods to regenerative farming methods to use, um, to be able to spray this. So there's problems with putting humic and fulvic powder onto your soil. First of all, you have to till it. And then we know that no-till is better because it doesn't put the carbon back in the air. But if you can spray it on and it absorbs really well into the soil, you can take a field that's been, um, that's had glyphosate applications, repeated glyphosate applications, and you can remediate that in a very short period of time. So to realize, I mean, I can't tell you how excited I have been in the last, you know, <laughs> uh, several months to realize that not only to have really understood what the glyphosate issue is, but to realize we do have some solutions not the only solution, but definitely something that can really help. Um, I, I, I am a huge fan of adding it uh, to soil. And there's food grade and then there's agricultural grade mm -hmm. um, that yeah, are, are different. There's actually different deposits around the planet. So with bean minerals, um, you're doing some different stuff. So you have really good sourcing, but you do it as a liquid um, and you do it as a topical spray. Why do you do yeah. that? Yeah. So there, so in humic, there are two components. There's actually humic and fulvic. And I'm going to do the really top level for people who didn't hear the earlier um, description. They have really two um, capacities. The fulvic molecule, and that's what's in the spray, is a very, very small molecule. It's much smaller than a cell, and it's a flavonoid. It carries nutrients into the cell, and it carries bio-waste, toxins, et cetera, out of the cell. And it's extremely effective at doing that. The humic molecule is a very large molecule, much larger than a cell. It hangs out in the bloodstream or in the, in the outside the cells, and it chelates with heavy metals, it binds with free radicals, it binds with bio waste, and it carries them out of the system. It also um, interacts with the cell walls and opens more pathways uh, through the cell for more nutrients to go in and toxins to come out. So it greatly enhances cellular system detoxification as well as nutrient uptake and entire system detoxification. So these, these two work together. When you spray, the, the reason we have the spray is that if you spray the, that on a sunburn or you spray it on a cramping muscle, because that 
fulvic molecule is so small, it absorbs directly through the derma and provides a full spectrum of minerals directly to the cells that need them right there. So why does a cell, I mean, why does a muscle cramp? Because it literally does not have the mineral cofactors required to create enough energy for it to release the muscle. So if you, if you spray that right on there, you're actually giving, you're providing those directly to the local system where that's where that cramp is happening. If you spray it on a, a sunburn, you're providing all of those um, uh, mineral cofactors required to speed that healing. It works on all sorts of things. That that's the beam minerals spray. Yeah, and it's insta-light. Uh, also, so I think some of them have uh, different essential oils that also have biological effects. I've talked about those in different shows. There's a lot of woo around essential oils. And there's also really good science that say terpenes from trees are biological signaling molecules associated with, you know, natural killer cell function for certain kinds. So there's, there's good stuff, um, but there's, I'd say at this point, abundant evidence that properly uh, applied essential oils are useful. So you've chosen the right ones, but you pair them with humic uh, or with fulvic, sorry. Is it humic or fulvic that's in your spray? It's the fulvic. It's the fulvic. So you pair them yeah. with fulvic. And I would say mineral depletion is a major cause of um, muscle cramping. It's probably not the only cause because, you know, certain heavy metals can cause cramping. Some toxicity, or, yes. Yeah, and you can get something called pseudohypoxia that oftentimes happens when you travel, which is different than mineral depletion, but minerals always help with it. So funny enough, last night I was finishing uh, 15 hours of flying um, which is always great fun. And given that I'm not exactly a narrow person, I'm flying in business class, thankfully, but I can't put my arms next to me on the bed that lays down because it's so coffin-like. So I'm trying to sleep like this and muscle cramps, of course, right? So when I got home, I definitely sprayed some Instalite uh, on my upper back, right where I can feel the muscles are all tense. Uh, and I also, frankly, put some lidocaine on there. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because lidocaine will stop uh, nerves uh, from being inflamed, so to calm down the inflammation, but also to speed up the healing, to help it let go. And I felt a lot better. Well, and what's cool is if you spray the instalites with the lidocaine, you're actually going to make the lidocaine more bioavailable because that those flavonoids in the in the fulvic are going to help the lidocaine absorb more uh, absorb better. I just use the spray. I just literally spray it on and breathe it in. And it gives me an immediate, like, it's like, oh, I feel so much better. I mean, literally, you feel it immediately. <laughs> um, now, the, the, main, the main product you have um, that has the purple label has humic and fulvic in it. And if you get insulites, that's just fulvic. Is there a reason to take more fulvic than what you already get with the humic and fulvic together? What if there was a way to level up your energy, get rid of stress, and take more control of your body? Welcome to Quantum Upgrade. This is a new technology that taps into quantum energy to help you feel amazing. Quantum Upgrade has a lot of different products that help protect you from EMF and help activate your body's natural healing abilities. You can expect better sleep, more resilience, less stress, and better blood flow. The cool thing about Quantum Upgrade is that the products are backed by a lot of heavy-duty scientific studies, and there's a new measurable upgrade. 
You can now use Quantum Upgrade to increase your consciousness levels between 1,400 and 2,200 on the Hawkins map of consciousness. If you don't know what that means, do some research because it's impressive, it's fun to learn about, and it's something that I've come to understand. Ready to try Quantum Upgrade? Visit quantumupgrade.io slash Dave for a seven-day free trial. You're listening to The Human Upgrade with Dave Asprey. Is there a reason to take more fulvic than what you already get with the humic and fulvic together? I mean, I don't need more bottles yeah. on my counter than I need. Yeah. So here's what I will say. First of all, you, absol- I, you absolutely need to take both. I think for someone like you, Dave, who, who is, eats such a clean diet, has so many other um, health things in your stack that you're doing, um, taking the microboost alone is great. But for most people who are dealing with huge amounts of environmental toxin buildup in their system, a lot of those toxins are inside the cells. So you can take the humic, but what you really want to do is take that fulvic, a little, you're going to take more of the fulvic, particularly in the beginning, to do two things. One, it's going to, it's going to enhance the energy in your system because that nutrient uptake is going to literally provide more energy in your system. And it's also going to detoxify in, from inside your cells, allow your cells to remove more heavy metals, all of that stuff that's been stored in there and ha- you've had a hard time getting rid of. But the humic is super important. And particularly for the glyphosate removal, you need that humic component. For the detoxification, For two, it does three things. It breaks down the glyphosates more quickly it adsorbs the glyphosates and it removes them from your system. Super important. Okay. So taking, I really think for the, for the regular person taking both our electrolyze and the micro boost, it's, it's really the best thing you can do for your system. The micro boost is what that's called. Um, I, ever since our last interview, uh, in 2021, I've been using, uh, using a lot of that and I really, uh, I really like it. And you go to beamminerals.com slash advanced set and use code Dave, you get 20% off, which is really, Mm -hmm. really cool. Yeah. And also, guys, I realize I have about six articles I've written about glyphosate and all the bad stuff it does, and a couple interviews uh, with Dr. Stephanie Seneff and uh, I think Dr. Petra about how bad glyphosate is. So go to daveasprey.com slash glyphosate, and I'll put every episode and every blog post that's about glyphosate so you can do like a super quick dive into learning about what we just talked about. You probably don't need to read all of it if you're just going to trust what you hear on the show and say, huh, it looks like glyphosate's a bad thing. It looks like I'm getting exposed whether I like it or not. And there's a clear case for doing something in my body about it. And there's a clear case for humic and fulvic minerals. DaveAsprey.com slash glyphosate shows you the why. And then this episode shows you that what to do about it. And if you just want to cut to the the cliff notes for the answer, it's beamminerals.com slash advanced set, use code Dave, and you get 20% off and you can you can try the products. How quickly are you gonna feel it though? Like it let if someone like, oh, I've just had you know my first beam minerals today, are they going to, you know, wake up 
you know, with superpowers, what's the normal glyphosate detox timeline look like? I think you're going to start to feel a difference in a month. I think most people who are, especially if you're highly toxified, will begin to feel a difference in a month. I think because we're dealing, so when you're dealing with mineral replenishment and particularly proper mineral replenishment, um, you know, you could take a, you know, several or 320 milligrams of magnesium and guess what? It's going to give you the runs, you know, so that's not the right way to um, replenish minerals. It's not an effective method for replenishing minerals. Really the best way to replenish minerals is with trace minerals, full spectrum trace minerals that deliver are delivered in a very, very bioavailable format. And then what begins to happen is you you are supporting your entire cellular system. And guess what? Your entire body is made of cells. Mm -hmm. So now you're providing all the mineral cofactors for every single cell in your brain, in your gut, in your tissues, in your muscles, everywhere. Okay. Um, So when you do it in an effective way, you will begin to feel the difference. We've had so many people who've been taking different minerals over the years, and then they start taking plant, these plant-based liquid minerals, and they're like, wow, I feel the difference. So, do people get a detox reaction? Uh, you know, <laughs> Even activated charcoal, which is something I've been using for 20 years for detoxing, um, people can get it from that, or glutathione sometimes, which is another detoxer. Do people feel any, any kind of Herxheimer's from B minerals? Yeah. So what I'm going to tell you is that people with autoimmune will sometimes get some Herxheimer responses. And the way to deal with that is to start very, very slowly. If you have an autoimmune and you're going to take MicroBoost, I recommend you start by taking a very small amount, maybe a teaspoon, put it in a glass of non-chlorinated water and drink it over an hour, as opposed to just taking your shot right down at one time. It just spreads it out. And and then you would start with a teaspoon and you would just slowly build up over time. I have not heard of anybody who has any kind of Herxheimer's when they do it that way. So that's the one one thing that I do tell people. If you have autoimmune, um, just take it very slow. So you want to kind of sip it, sip it over an hour versus chugging it. All right. That's probably true for most things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because really what what happens with the humic is your body basically goes, great, I can get rid of this stuff. And it starts looking for a pathway. And depending what pathways are clogged or not working well in you, it will choose maybe your skin and you might get a little, you know, rash or hive or something. Um, But again, uh, these are your body. It's not a bad thing. It's your body is trying to get rid of something. You just want to slow down the process. I love the way uh, you're putting that really, really plainly. Uh, so that that's just in a in a nutshell what you need to know about glyphosate. And I think a lot of people know that it's poisoning soil and bacteria. But I don't think the mechanism of mineral depletion is is well understood or well respected. And, and this is a primary way of making people weak. And there's a little bit more data about mineral depletion that I think would be useful for listeners. Yeah. So what plants do is they make 
enzyme inhibitors and mineral chelators. And a mineral chelator is simply something that sticks to minerals so they can't be used. And they coat their babies in them, which are called seeds and nuts and grains and that sort of a thing. And even the plants themselves. So now humans come along and we're going, well, we were going to starve. And since there wasn't a buffalo or a fish or something right now, there's a famine. What can we eat that will keep us alive until we have something better? And the answer is a tiny fraction of plants are edible. So we focus on those plants and we eat those because frankly, it's easier to have a garden than it is to go out there and hunt. So we're always balancing easy food that sucks minerals, that would be plant-based foods, and harder to get foods that provides mineral. These are animal-based foods. And then we look at ways of processing our plants so that we remove the anti-nutrients. There's amazing technology called cooking <laughs> that does huge things. And there's another one called fermenting. So traditionally, if you're gonna eat a lot of these vegetables that we now eat raw, uh, things even like cabbage and all, we can all tolerate some raw cabbage, but if you're like I was as a raw vegan and you eat tons of it, it will inhibit your ability to absorb minerals and it's 10 times worse in grains. Phytic acid is present in grains and seeds, even the paleo stuff like almonds and in your oat milk and rice cakes, all this kind of stuff. It is sucking minerals out of your body. Maybe not as much as glyphosate, but since a lot of that stuff is sprayed with glyphosate, well, there's that. So we've created a situation where there's no minerals in the soil because we destroyed the soil with glyphosate or we just over farmed it and we didn't put animal poop on it. So the foods we're eating are sucking minerals out and the stuff we're spraying that gets in our body sucks minerals out. We're severely mineral depleted and nothing in your body works right without minerals because minerals are cofactors for enzyme production. And enzymes allow biological chemistry to work. Without those, we would be dead. So restoring trace minerals to your body makes a huge difference in every system, including detox, including DNA repair, including making ATP, including your ability to think, your ability to sense the environment around you. Your job, especially if you're going to touch those indigestible plant-based fake foods, you have to have trace minerals put back in your body. And once you do that, you realize that those foods suck and you'll eat something else. Um, I just don't want us to degrade our society to the point that we look at politicians as food sources because they're better than the food the politicians told us to eat. <laughs> uh, so I would look at um, mineral supplementation as a way of literally creating stable governments because we need stable brains and stable hearts in our human population so we can have healthy society. It's that big of a deal. So I just, that's how important minerals are, especially trace minerals. And that's why I wanted to have you on the show. So it goes beyond Thank glyphosate. Because if it you does. eat fake foods, you're still going to be even more depleted. And so, man, we're setting this thing up where it's not that hard to take trace minerals compared to the benefits. It's a, it's a big deal. I, I like to call the, the plant-based minerals glyphose eaters. <laughs> There you go, glyphose eaters. I glyphose love it. Glyphose eaters. <laughs> and, and that's uh, beamminerals.com slash advanced set. Use code Dave and you'll get uh, you'll get your discount and see how you do over the course of a month. But if you're prioritizing uh, your bang for the buck on your supplements, you need to take the supplements that address the most, the greatest number of systems, the most foundational things. 
And minerals are as foundational as it gets. And it's not just calcium and magnesium and zinc. It's all the trace minerals. And there are dozens of them. Uh, so get it in every way you can. And that includes eating liver. It includes eating animals. It includes eating bone broth made with real bones, et cetera, et cetera. And the list goes on. It's not just one thing. But humic and fulvic are unique versus just getting minerals. And that's why I like this. Dave, I want to mention one thing. Um, we're we're um, part of a group of people who are really dedicated to research, education, and remediation of glyphosates. And we started a website called rounddown.org. And um, if anyone out there listening is interested in just um, learning more, finding out more, uh, feel free to go to rounddown.org and send us your contact info. Okay, rounddown.org. And yeah. one final question. Um, yeah. Can you use it in pets? Because pet food is horrible. Yes. If you still feed your pets grain-based food, it's so loaded with, with this. They're also using industrial meat, which is also full of glyphosate. They're using industrial meat byproducts exactly. and things like that. So safe to put in dog's water, sprinkle on dog's food. How does that work? In fact, what we've, what we've learned from the research is that um, pets are even way, as particularly dogs who go out and wander around in fields and, you know, go in puddles, et cetera, they're way more affected by the glyphosate issue because they're drinking it in the ground and just water that's around on the street or wherever, um, in fields, et cetera. So um, feeding them the humic, um, I highly recommend it. In fact, we do this test all the time um, with people. We say put two two bowls of water down for your dog or your cat um, and put a little bit of um, microboost is probably the easiest one to use in one of the um, bowls and nothing in the other and just watch which one your pet goes for. They, they almost always select the one with the minerals in it. Oh, this is really intriguing. Um, if you are like me and you have I would say dozens, but it's many dozens of supplements. Um, I don't make, I do when I travel, I make little packets of them. And I used to make packets when I'm at home, but I don't do that anymore. So what I do is I, I know what each of them does and I reach in the morning and if my body wants it, there's actually a signal there that says you should take that. And then there's a signal that says, I don't need that one today. And I just skip over it and I just don't worry. There's no FOMO. I didn't take whatever that supplement was today. Um, and the first time I really had this elucidated for me was uh, Glenn Elzinga from Alderspring in the first hundred episodes or something. So this is going back like seven, eight years. He's a soil biologist turned regenerative ag um, cattle rancher and makes fantastic grass-fed meat if you can get it. Um, and what he said was that his semi-wild cattle would walk around and they would find exactly the right bunch of grass for them right now. They sniff one. Yeah, I don't want it. Sniff one. Yeah, I want that one. And I thought that seems a little bit, a little bit over the top. Is he, is he real? And now I have, well, we had three cows. They're on the freezer now and they taste delicious. I ate them for the first time last night, but we also have 25 sheep uh, that roam around on Asprey farms. And I watch them. They sniff this, they sniff that, they take a bite of this, they eat walnut leaves. Walnut leaves are toxic for sheep, but they're anti-parasitic if you just eat one or two. And that's mm -hmm. what they do, and then they move on, except the young ones, because they're dumb, and then their parents will move them on, mm -hmm. just like kids. They'll eat all the gummy bears. So <laughs> um, what, what you're finding is that your body has that, and your dog does too. The reason they're eating grass is because they were lacking some nutrients, and their stomach wasn't feeling good because of what you put in their food. 
So your idea that a dog blinded will go, hmm, I want the one with the humic and fulvic with the B minerals in it. it I don't think it's just because it smelled good. It's because your biology actually knows. And when you eat something that's profoundly uh, nutritious and full of nutrients, you get a buzz from it. So the idea that you could use B minerals splashed on some dog food and the dog's going to prefer that, I think it's backed by pretty good science. So it's not just does it taste good, but given that you don't know what it tastes like yet, somehow, you know, I don't know the mechanism of action, but it's real. Yeah, I actually, I'm really bad at supplement taking. That's, I'm not a good biohacker because I hate taking pills. I could never take the number of pills you take every day. And I always say that one of the reasons that the minerals were so um, incredibly helpful for me is because every day I'd wake up and I'd go, oh, my body would go, oh, I want them, I want that. Like literally I would go, oh, yeah. And when I drank it, my body would go, ooh, yes, that's good. Anyway, that that so, yes that. feeling is what you should get the first time you take a sip of something. And I've been asked mm -hmm. to drink or to taste thousands <laughs> of products from entrepreneurs, I literally. Bet. Because of the Dave Asprey box. Um, by the way, um, I sent out the B Minerals Insulite spray in that a while ago. So every quarter, thousands of people get a box full of my latest biohacking goodies. By the way, guys, DaveAspreyBox.com. I love so, those boxes. To get stuff into to the box, I, like I try, I'm like, blah, like the ingredients list was wrong. Or you try it and you go, you know what? My body said no. Like, like there's something not right with it. And when you're testing a new brand for flavor profiles, you just go to Whole Foods and open a can of whatever and just take a sip. And then like, how does your, not what are your taste buds? What does your body say? And your body will tell you if you're tuned into it. So you'll feel that from B Minerals for sure. Um, you just do this, something like, all right. Like there was... I don't know how to put words to it. There's a little vibe that you feel for it. And not every <laughs> supplement or every food has it, but it's real. Thank you. I mean, really, you know, I always say the reason I'm in the business that I'm in is because the minerals are leading me. They literally, go. the minerals are telling me, look, we've got to get into humans, into humans. Keep on going, keep on going. <laughs> yeah, it's time to upgrade humanity. That's the the mission statement for all my portfolio companies. And look, nothing works. Even the keto diet doesn't work if you're lacking minerals. Because exactly the right. core systems you're trying to turn on can't turn on because they were lacking this one, cre this one key ingredient. So uh, I would just say, Minerals and getting your vitamin D and stuff like that, that comes before all the fancy supplements. It's a big deal. So yeah. th thanks again for making some good stuff and for talking about the glyphosate problem. And I look thanks. forward to seeing you on another episode in a while. Thanks so much, Dave. Really appreciate it. You're listening to The Human Upgrade with Dave Asprey. The Human Upgrade, formerly Bulletproof Radio, was created and is hosted by Dave Asprey. The information contained in this podcast is provided for informational purposes only and is not intended for the purposes of diagnosing, treating, curing, or preventing any disease. Before using any products referenced on the podcast, consult with your healthcare provider, carefully read all labels, and heed all directions and cautions that accompany the products. Information found or received through the podcast should not be used in place of a consultation or advice from a healthcare provider. If you suspect you have a medical problem or should you have any healthcare questions, please promptly call or see your healthcare provider. This podcast, including Dave Asprey and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. This podcast may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products or services.
Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. This podcast is owned by Bulletproof Media.